0: Megan Married Herself, by Caroline Bird. She arrived at the country mansion in a silver limousine. She'd sent out invitations and everything, her name written twice with an ampersand in the middle, the calligraphy of coupling. She strode down the aisle to At Last, by Etta James face the celebrant like a keen soldier reporting for duty, her voice shaky yet sure. I do. I do. You may now kiss the mirror. Applause. Confetti. Every single one of the 140 guests deemed the service unimprovable, especially the vows so from the heart her wedding gown was ivory pointedly off-white after all we've shared a bed for 32 years she quipped in her first speech i'm hardly virginal if you know what i mean no one knew exactly what she meant not a soul questioned their devotion you only had to look at them hand cupped in hand smiling out of the same eyes. You could sense their secret language, bone deep, blended blood. Toasts were frequent, tearful. One guest eyed his wife, hovering harmlessly at the bar, and imagined what his life might have been if he'd responded years ago to that offer in his head. I'm the only one who will ever truly understand you. Marry me, Derek. I love you. Marry me. At the time, he hadn't taken his proposal seriously. He recharged his champagne flute, watched the newlywed cut her five-tiered cake, both hands on the knife. Is it too late for us to try? Derek whispered to no one as the bride glided herself onto the dance floor, taking turns first to lead, then follow. I went to a wedding this weekend. It was the wedding of one of my oldest friends, someone I've known almost all my life, and it was just great. I think weddings can be quite surreal experiences and this wedding was particularly surreal. There was only 30 guests and throughout the day everyone remained socially distanced. Everyone bar the couple wore masks during the service itself and it was particularly surreal not to be able to just look around and see so many people smiling throughout the service. But despite that, the couple did an amazing job at finding ways to include all the ingredients that make wedding days so special. The vows and the exchange of rings was really moving, the reception and photography was all beautiful, the speeches were heartfelt and hilarious, and there was even a socially distant silent disco that left me feeling as excited. As any wedding I've ever been to. I do find the ideas of weddings to be quite strange. They are this moment that's imbued with huge significance. For many people they're the most important days of their lives, yet they're also filled with a lot of quite bizarre moments and strange traditions like throwing confetti or cutting the cake and all that kind of stuff. I think of wedding days as both incredibly profound and also a little bit silly. Especially in England, I think we participate in weddings in a slightly ironic way, slightly tongue-in-cheek. We take the day seriously and give it a lot of reverence and respect, but we also ensure it's filled with humour and levity and... Moments where we step back from the weightiness and just have a laugh, often at the groom's expense. This combination of the profound and the silly is played out in this poem. I think the poem is a parody. Firstly, I think it's a parody of the rituals and cliches of the wedding day itself. Lines like, You may now kiss the mirror. Applause confetti. On another level, I think it's also parodying what weddings represent and how our conceptions of love and our understanding of healthy, enduring relationships is changing. There's a genre of popular non-fiction books, predominantly aimed at young unmarried women, that advocate for self-care and self-love i'm thinking for instance about the dolly alderton books or how you'd have someone like emma watson describing herself as self-coupled last year it's an idea that recognizes that the most important relationship in our lives is the relationship we have with ourselves and that in order to truly love someone else you have to also be able to truly commit to and care for yourself. I think this is a great idea, and I totally agree with it. But what the poem perhaps hinted at for me is that the idea of self-coupling perhaps takes itself a little bit too seriously. The poem takes a comical look at someone in a self-coupled relationship, But what's nice about it is that, while it parodies the woman marrying herself, it also celebrates her and supports her. It smirks at the way she kisses the mirror, but it also admits that the service was unimprovable. We respect Meghan. We admire her. Maybe even perhaps we envy her. Like Derek at the end of the poem, We know deep down how hard it can be to love ourselves and how much happier we would be if we could sincerely commit to spending the rest of our lives in love with ourselves, just as Megan does. I think this is a really fun poem. And like the wedding I went to, it made me smile, it made me laugh, and it also made me reflect on my future relationships and what it means and what it takes to truly love someone. So here I'll read again, Megan Married Herself by Caroline Bird. She arrived at the country mansion in a silver limousine. She'd sent out invitations and everything, her name written twice With an ampersand in the middle. The calligraphy of coupling. She strode down the aisle to At Last by Etta James. Faced the celebrant like a keen soldier reporting for duty. Her voice shaky yet sure. I do. I do. You may now kiss the mirror. Applause. Confetti. Every single one of the 140 guests deemed the service unimprovable, especially the vows, so from the heart. Her wedding gown was ivory, pointedly off-white. After all, we've shared a bed for 32 years, she quipped in her first speech. I'm hardly virginal, if you know what I mean. No one knew exactly what she meant. Not a soul questioned their devotion. You only had to look at them, hand cupped in hand, smiling out of the same eyes. You could sense their secret language, bone deep, blended blood. Toasts were frequent, tearful. One guest eyed his wife, hovering harmlessly at the bar, And imagined what his life might have been if he'd responded, years ago, to that offer in his head. I am the only one who will ever truly understand you. Marry me, Derek. I love you. Marry me. At the time, he hadn't taken his proposal seriously. He recharged his champagne flute watched the newlywed cut her five-tiered cake, both hands on the knife. Is it too late for us to try? Derek whispered to no one, as the bride glided herself onto the dance floor, taking turns first to lead, then follow.